1: Welcome to Locked on Bucks. I'm Eric Name. Joining me today is Frank Madden and bringing you today's episode is SeatGeek. Our friends over at SeatGeek have a wonderful promo code and it's, a, I'm going to still call it new. We've had it for about a month and maybe people are getting used to it, but I'm still not getting used to say it. The new promo code is L-O-N-B-A. Again, that's L-O-N-B-A for Locked on NBA. And that'll get you a $20 rebate on your first SeatGeek purchase. So go out and use that today. Frank there's, I'm going to say some, new, today was a, another kind of newsy day. Every every time we kind of get to a spot where I think, okay, we're going to have to start getting creative and get, you know, like power rankings or who do you, let's draft uh, two pickup teams from the 15 guys on the roster. Like I, I'm always starting to think of more creative ideas. There's just news to talk about, um, which is always exciting and good it makes our lives a little bit easier. Um, but yeah, there's still there's still news happening. I, I assume that that well will dry up at some point, but it has not yet.
0: And even though this news today, uh, for the most part, is not news that really changes anything about this, the, the Milwaukee Bucks as a basketball team, it is nevertheless news that people love to talk about because it is news about jerseys. Yep. We had the First two of apparently five bucks jerseys revealed today. Not 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 much new in terms of the jerseys, even though they are the new Nike design jerseys, but essentially, you know, just porting over the old home and road jerseys. Uh but with one addition being a sponsorship patch. Uh and of course we'll also have some talk about the TV schedule and the Bucks roll in that. But uh why don't we start talking about this jersey? Lot of strong opinions, fervor in Bucks Nation. Lot of strong opinions in Bucks Nation. The uh, as teased by the Bucks, Harley Davidson. Uh, the yes, local for those who are. Uh, I don't know how many people who listen to this podcast are are not from Wisconsin or don't know about Harley Davidson's connection to Wisconsin, but it is uh, from Milwaukee. They're headquartered here, and they've been a sponsor for the Bucks for for quite some time. Bango's ridden Harley's. Around the Bradley Center, revving it, it up,
1: baby, revving
0: it up. So there's, it's kind of a pretty natural tie-in. Um, and I, why don't we discuss this from two angles? Why don't we start with just sort of like the idea of Harley and the Bucks, um, which I think is generally just like a very cool combination, right? Like you know, comparing what it could be. I think this one's really a, kind of a cool partnership. Um, and then we can talk maybe about like what the the jersey patch looks like, because that's been certainly something that has inspired a lot more. Um, mixed opinions, but um, I don't know. I mean, can you think of kind of a put, put aside what what the patch looks like, but just from a branding and marketing perspective? I mean, is there kind of a cooler company that that the Bucks could have picked to partner with for a for a patch like this, given given their the state roots side of it and all that? I don't know. I, I I'm having a hard time.
1: I, I mean, you just think about Harley. That's what Harley Davidson's been in Milwaukee for 115 years at this point. Just thinking of like okay, so like breweries and stuff became more popular, and obviously Miller came here. But 115 years—that's just kind of insane. Uh, so uh, I, I struggle, like you said, I struggle to think of a company that's been in Milwaukee longer that's had such strong Milwaukee roots. Uh, harley davidson is kind of that company so uh, i think it makes total sense and obviously also because i think the nba was not down with any sort of beer or alcohol sponsors uh so obviously a natural miller tie-in was not going to be in the cards for the bucks uh for that patch so yeah i think harley makes a ton of sense just if you are really trying to say you're ingrained in the city in the state like that would be the choice. Like no one, uh, no company can really compare to having such strong roots in the state of wisconsin and in the city of milwaukee specifically so uh, i i thought it was a very natural partner and one that made a lot of sense and like you said I, i think it's cool that you can have such a wisconsin brand when you look at some of the other uh logo selections okay those are more national companies or maybe that's a company that has some roots in that city but maybe wasn't found in that city like this is a milwaukee brand uh that pairs with the milwaukee bucks
0: yeah, and motorcycles are badass. Um, That's true. I, 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 way too badass for me. I would, I would never. I've never done a motorcycle. Um, but I think it's also kind of cool too. I mean, I'll 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 put on my my MBA hat for for like. 18 seconds here yeah um, I think it is kind of a cool thing you know because I mean obviously Harley's brand fr- from their perspective I mean as a Bucks fan you could say who cares but um but I think it's kind of a cool combination too just because Harley obviously is a uh, a brand that has been around for a long time you know you think about like the stereotypical Harley rider you think of like you know like your dad and <laughs> yeah we're we're both white dudes so like white older dad type guys yeah um and obviously, Harley and, and I think they, they tried to convey this today in the press conference that, hey, it's not just a brand for old white dudes. There are actually like a more diverse audience that that rides Harleys. But I mean, clearly, you know, if you're talking about this, you know, Harley as a brand, I mean, they obviously could use uh, a broadening of their of their base and and maybe a repositioning of their image to. Maybe skew again younger and and more diverse and, and obviously like if that's what you're trying to do I mean I heard a couple of people say like well there's not much overlap between Harley riders exactly. and Buck fans and it's like well that's yes. I think that's kind of the point <laughs> yeah. you know, that you're you're trying to get people um, who maybe aren't you know normal sort of like Harley demo type people. Oh, white dudes, um, into into thinking about the brand as being fresher and, and whatever. So
1: I don't know. I mean, and, no, hopefully- and also, I was gonna say also like they've tried to go younger for sure. Like they're all over. I think they've been on like the Octagon for a while with UFC, um, and they do a lot of stuff with UFC. So that that's younger. And again, maybe that does skew a little bit more white as well. But as far as thinking about their brand, like the NBA brand young, diverse, like that is something that they're not reaching uh, really with with a lot of the other things that they do. So uh, to me for, again, for their brand, this seems like a home run. Yeah.
0: And I mean, they've had, you know, I was just looking at some um, some of like the, the earning stuff on them and they've had, you know, I mean, let's just say this uh, motorcycles or at least Harley Davidson. I mean, they, they have not been, let's say a gross stock here the last couple years um, and they've had some declining revenues uh and i don't know i mean again especially as a milwaukee company you know selfishly as as uh as someone from wisconsin you know you obviously want these these hometown brands to do well so again um you know we don't know how much money they're paying um hopefully it's a good deal for the bucks and hopefully it's also something that can be good for uh for harley as a brand uh being a, a local brand so um so yeah i so i think we all agree you know home run from kind of a Cool story perspective, you know. It's not like some really lame type of product. Um, you know, I they're not sponsoring jerseys, but I just whenever I think of lame products, I just think back to when the Kings Arena got switched to Sleep Train Arena. Oof. Like, yep. can you think of a worse like name for uh, especially an arena that was home to a, a bad basketball team than Sleep Train? Like, oh my god. Anyway, what was, what was um, uh,
1: what's the Suns Walking Stick Resort? Is walking that, Stick Resort. That's yeah, a brutal one not too. Great. Not great. Um, Okay, let's
0: talk about the patch. So, the patch. I mean, so and and let me catch this. I'm gonna I'm gonna just give people some some background. As a fan, I don't really care that much about especially a patch. And again, I I realize that in you know ten years there may well be much more prominent jersey advertising. Yes, 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 yes,
1: yes. I'm so down with that. I don't. I I don't.
0: I'm not horrified by the idea of sports jerseys having ads on them i'm you know yes. i think we're both we're both soccer fans yeah you know i'm used to i own soccer jerseys i buy more soccer jer- well I, the only jerseys i buy anymore are soccer jerseys because they're like normal jerseys and then, like sure you know yeah and i and i'm used to like having jerseys that have ads on them i'm not you know if like if it's sort of integrated tastefully then um so i don't really care that much and i think especially in a soccer jersey because it's like you know, it's the main thing on the front of the the Jersey. Um, It's also more important to like really integrate the coloring of the Jersey and and the ad. And I think the biggest thing you're going to say, people are going to say about this Jersey and this patch is that, you know, you're putting the, the traditional Harley logo, which has a lot of orange, black, and I guess white on it on top of a Jersey that is, you know, predominantly green and cream and I guess a little bit of black and, and a little tiny bit of speck of blue. So, let's be honest, it, it clashes a bit for sure. Um, and, you know, again, if you want to wear this jersey, that would probably be less appealing. But I'd also point out to people like the the jerseys you're going to buy on NBA.com, they're not going to have this patch. Like apparently you're only going to be able to get this patch if you buy jerseys at the pro shop, the team pro shop. So again, for most people, it's not like you're going to be forced to wear this jersey with the Harley Davidson ad on it, regardless of what it looks like. Um, but I don't know. I mean, again, like, is it like totally aesthetically great w- with that color on the Bucks home jerseys or, or and jerseys? No, it's not like but it's also an ad. And I think part of the issue with an ad is that it's supposed to stand out. Yep. <laughs> and it's not really Harley's incentive to create an ad that blends in perfectly, which you don't notice. That's not why you pay a bunch of money. So I don't know if the Bucks discussed doing a gray and white, you know, ad or something that was like, you know, more blending in, um, aesthetically, I'm sure that would have looked better, but I also think if I'm Harley Davidson, you know, the orange is pretty iconic for them. I'm sure they were like, uh, we'd actually like it so people can see our, (laughs) our logo (laughs) on the jerseys. So anyway, I mean, I would just say this, I get why people don't love it, but I also get why from an economic (laughs) and marketing perspective, this is what they ended up with. I
1: yeah, Uh, I guess just in my mentions, I got a bunch of people like, "Oh, it's so ugly; it ruins this clean look." And like one, as you mentioned, it's an ad, so yeah, that's probably part of the point. And then two, like, there's no way the the Bucks drew up the designs for this and said, "That looks fine." Like that that's that blends in perfectly with the jersey. I'm sure at some point they said hey, Harley, how would you guys feel about a monochromatic look where, you know, it's just one color and maybe it'll be cream to blend in with the green jerseys, maybe it'll be green to blend in with the white jerseys. And, you know, that, that w- for us, that, that would that would be great. How do you guys feel about it? And Harley Davidson probably said, nope, no, <laughs> not cool with us. And then they said, okay, um, so what are you thinking? And they're like, well, let's just go with our normal logo that's iconic with orange and black and we'll give you the money that we said we were going to give you <laughs> and the bucks said, "Oh, yeah, sure, money's cool. We 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 definitely would like to take your money for this logo sponsorship." I, yeah. just just thinking through this, that would be my assumption for how this went. Right. And right, and, right. Th- and the fact that people are like, "Well, why didn't the bucks do this? like do you really think the bucks didn't think to themselves, you know, what, this would look better?" Like like they just thought like, "You know what? We're just going to slap it on there. See how it goes." Yes, I'm sure the Bucks had this conversation. I'm sure they talked through it. And I'm sure at the end, Harley Davidson was like, we have an iconic color, brand, logo, all of those things. We would like to be on your jersey and we will pay you this money. And the Bucks said, OK, cool. Like, like it's not – again, I understand being mad on Twitter is a thing that we like to do. But come on. Like getting that question from people like, why didn't the Bucks try – I'm sure they did. I'm sure they tried and mentioned it. And then Harley said no. And they said, okay, well, if you're going to give us this money, we'll put it on there how you want to put it on there.
0: And you never know. I mean, the the Nets actually had, I believe, a red, um, a red logo for, I think their sponsor is some company named Infor or something like that. And they actually changed it now recently to, um, I think, a black and white or something like that. So basically, it matches the jersey. You know, who knows, right? I mean, yeah, it'd be great if at some point Harley said, you know what, actually, it'd be cooler if it was whatever. But especially given that Harley's like, like they're not, especially given that fact that you don't expect to see many of these jerseys sold with the patch anyway. You know, Harley doesn't really have an incentive to make the jersey look as cool as possible. I mean, obviously they don't want to be known as (laughs) the patch that ruined the jersey yeah but um but again it's a different incentive and and i I totally get it right i totally get why people would say it doesn't look good but i think when Giannis is you know going in the open court and dunking on dudes whatever (laughs) it's it's gonna look fine
1: nope i'm out on this (laughs) highlight because of the orange patch i don't like it you know what i'm just out on the bucks because you know when i see Giannis dunk on someone all i can see is the orange patch no, that's never gonna happen. Never in a million years. So um I again, like I said, getting mad on Twitter is a thing that we do. Um that's kind of how this all goes, especially in in, in August. August it's the, August. We gotta get we gotta have
0: opinions, man. The, the, we gotta have opinions. I get
1: it. There there's gotta be something. I tweeted out today something to the effect of like, okay, the basketball season can start now. And why I tweeted that was like everyone's still got takes, but only way they can get takes off right now is by having hot takes on jerseys and stuff like that uh so i I thought that was interesting and yeah i guess the big thing to me too was like you're not buying you're not buying this jersey with the patch on it like your jersey is still going to be as clean as you want it to be like like you could if
0: you want but yeah like you harder correct
1: like you could go get it it's going to be more difficult to buy and purchase so like you don't you don't you don't really have to to have it on you uh you don't have to have it on that jersey you can just have a clean bucks jersey uh the way that you want it so um i again I understand being upset about it but i I think much of it is just like being upset that there's ads on jerseys like like to me that's the big thing like not that not that anything like that um uh, again, you probably don't like that the orange and black clashes with that, but more so you're upset about the ads. And, uh, again, we talked about it being good for Harley, and I think during the press conference they mentioned two billion impressions they believed that they thought they would get uh, with this partnership. So, yeah, if you're going to get two billion impressions, I think you'd probably prefer for that to stand out than to to just fade into the background. So, um yeah. Things have to be sponsored, Eric, even podcasts. Oh my gosh, Frank, they do. And thankfully, <laughs> we have great sponsors. We have a great sponsor at Geek who has been through this... Uh, They've been loyal to us. They've been with us the whole time. They've been supporting us even when we were a little podcast that didn't that didn't have any listeners. That was just getting uh, just getting our, just getting our start, and they were there with us through the thick and thin. And obviously, they they have a great product as well. You can check them out on the app, on your computer, wherever you may be. You're going to find tickets to everything that you need. We are now in NFL season that has started officially. I, I guess tonight the the Packers had a preseason game, so we're officially in that MLB is running uh to the end of their season playoff runs are in full go right now. So literally we're we're getting to a spot where we're about a month out from all of the sports, all, all three of the of the major American sports being in some sort of season whether it's preseason or Postseason or uh, whatever it may be. We're getting close, and the only place to get tickets to SeatGeek, go to the app. You can find the best deals there. Everything they do makes it easy for you, and that's the key at SeatGeek. And to make it even easier and more affordable, they have a promo code for you. It's very easy to use. All you have to do is download the SeatGeek app, go to the settings tab, go to add a promo code. Add promo code LONBA. Again, that's LONBA for locked on NBA. And that will get you a $20 rebate on your first SeatGeek purchase. So go out and do that today. And, again, if you've used it already, go to SeatGeek anyway. They're going to have the best deals for whatever event it is that you may want to watch. Frank, uh, the other thing and, – and, again, this is kind of – I guess, one, I think it is a big deal that they do have a sponsor. They found a jersey sponsor, and the Bucks are going to get that revenue, and obviously that helps out the team as a whole. But another thing that they're going to do is be on national TV in the first week of the season. That's They, they won't be able to bump us. As, as as Bucks fans, <laughs> like, you know those
0: like those like late season games they throw, occasionally you get thrown away, and then not flexing then, that out,
1: can't and flex when it you,
0: out. Yeah, when you're disappointing, they flex it out, and you don't get the game. Um, yeah, we don't know much about the NBA schedule. We know the Bucks are not playing on Christmas, unfortunately. I thought there was an outside chance of that, but we do know that they are playing on Friday, October twentieth, um, the home opener against Mr. LeBron James maybe Kyrie irving and the cleveland cavaliers which uh which means i i think even though they didn't get a christmas game um by the way the freaking knicks got a christmas game <sighs> eye roll emoji um is that an eye no there's no eye roll emoji that's like the staring emoji i don't know what i'm talking about you but could throw the, a gif in
1: there it could be an eye roll there, gif
0: yeah there's some there's some gif I, i'm i'm a gif guy i'm not a I'm not an emoji guy um but yeah, pretty pretty damn cool that the Bucks are going to be on the national stage so early in the season, and you know uh, maybe symbolic. Giannis gets to go against the guy that you know he's kind of chasing in terms of the the crown for the best all around player in the NBA. Hopefully, it's something that that Giannis can claim sooner rather than later. But um, certainly taking a taking his shot at LeBron James, a guy that he has had certainly some success against. Um, hopefully, it'll be a repeat of that first home game a year ago when Giannis just. Destroyed the Cavs and the Bucks pulled off a big win, but um, I guess we'll know pretty. We'll we'll get a good measuring stick game pretty early in the season.
1: Yeah, it's pretty nice uh, for all all, like all the Bucks social people. Like you can just put together uh, great clips from all the Cavs games. Like you got Brogdon dunking on LeBron, you got Brogdon dunking on Kyrie, you got Giannis just owning that game early in the season as well like there's just you get to announce that like you get to kind of stick it in the face of the Cavs so uh it, I, every time we have to have a conversation like this I come back to thinking man this is really cool as a Bucks fan that one you're attractive enough that someone wants to put you on national TV and 2 it's probably only going to happen more and more as we move forward. Uh, it's just kind of it's kind of crazy that the Bucks have such a big star in Giannis that they can get that first uh, that first week of national television. It's not a spot either of us have really ever been in as Bucks fans, and it's just really cool to see. So, like you said, I, I think it's also. It's it's just kind of cool. <laughs> I don't really know how to put it into words, other than to say this is really cool as a Bucks fan, and we don't see it very often. I think I'm excited as well because Giannis tends to get up for those games. Like when he sees another star, he tends to get up. And again, I don't know if it's a if it's a coming out party because so many people are on Giannis, but. Uh, again this week I was watching the jump and Amin Al Hassan was talking about how ESPN came out with their MVP forecast for this upcoming season and lo and behold who was in fifth it was Giannis and as they were talking about it they talked about KD and stuff and then when they talked about the Bucks Amin was like well you know th- this could be another great year for Giannis he was great last year and. Don't be surprised if this Bucks team wins 50 games. And, uh, again, I, I think you and I are normally on the more pessimistic side of things, so maybe we will not go out and predict something like that, but that's the kind of rarefied air we're talking about when we talk about Giannis at this point, that maybe he does kind of start propelling himself into that MVP conversation in the first week. What would be better than a national TV coming out party going – up against LeBron and just putting on a show. Like that would be how you announce your arrival. And yes, I'm one of the baddest dudes on the planet. You you can't do it better than a national TV game uh, against the Cleveland Cavaliers. So, uh, I just think it's it's obviously great for the Bucks that they get this kind of I mean, exposure, get to actually have this type of game, but it's great for Giannis as well that so early in the season, he gets a big test and he can kind of set the tone for the season if it goes well.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think you could argue that it's really not a coming out party so much as a staying out party. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that game last year, I mean, obviously, Giannis has been on people's radar for years, but uh, I just remember after that game, you know, Bill Simmons, who's been one of Giannis' biggest cheerleaders in the media, I, I just remember him talking after watching that game. It, that that seemed to kind of I mean I think in, and Bill Simmons has, has spoken highly of Giannis for a couple of years now, but um it seemed like he kind of went into overdrive um in the Giannis hype hype machine um after watching that game last year when when Giannis just went off, scored what I don't know, he scored like thirty four or something like that against against LeBron and Company yep. and they just blew him out. So um so yeah, that was definitely a a, a big game last year and, and you just hope that this can be a game where they um, you know, maybe more of a coming out party for the team. Uh, maybe a chance for them to sort of show that that yes, they are legit. You know, home home uh, home court in the first round type contenders in the East. Maybe they're not going to you know challenge the the Cavs quite yet for for Eastern supremacy, but certainly a a chance to kind of hopefully ring 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 Cleveland's bell. And and obviously, who knows where the Cavs are going to be at that point with. Uh, all the questions surrounding Kyrie and uh, it's been kind of a quiet couple weeks here as far as the Kyrie stuff not that there's any indication that Kyrie is is mending fences with the Cavs but um,
1: in fact a report came out today that they weren't he didn't talk to his teammates for days during the playoffs like that's yeah it's just crazy Um, I will say this though Frank Though I was upset to see the New York Knicks get a game on Christmas, and uh, was kind of hoping that the Bucks would squeak in there and get to be one of those teams, I don't know I'm quite, if I'm quite ready to give up my Christmas quite yet. Like I, I assume that's going to be something I'm going to have to do in the in the coming three to five years, pretty regularly, like give up my Christmas so that the Bucks can have a Christmas Day game. I'm not sure I was quite there yet. Like, like, I can I can handle being the person that, you know, gets to have their Christmas, hang out in some sweatpants, watch basketball all day. Like, I'm still okay doing that and not working quite yet. I, I'll just say that.
0: Okay. Well, just just don't be one of those people who, you know, eventually complains about it being so hard that you have to go to a basketball game for free and watch Giannis uh, oh, no, just I, because it's on Christmas. No,
1: okay. I, I won't be that guy because I, I certainly enjoy... But- I wasn't quite ready to do it this year
0: yeah but, oh and by the way before i forget uh you mentioned amino hassan i heard he was wearing the knuck if you buck yeah shirt today um he uh our, our friends at uh, mustard of doom you can find that shirt on tpublic.com uh i think if you just search knuck if you buck mustard of doom one word uh or tpublic you can you can find that shirt which is awesome we've we've got ours uh i wore mine to uh to the ill-fated game four against the raptors <laughs> but i'm still gonna wear it i'm still gonna wear it um sony shout on, out to i was gonna say to on curly
1: yeah for sure and honestly if you just google knock a few bucks shirt you'll find it very easily um but yeah make sure you get it from mustard of doom i don't know if any other secondhand stores sell it or anything like that just because i i'd never really know how yeah, t-shirt internet works uh um,
0: yeah there's it seems like there are a bunch of places that are selling variants right now but do the one on T Public because that's the one that we know is is yep. uh, is the mustard of doom one. And We want to shout out our, our friends there. So um, definitely check that out. If you if you don't like the Bucks jersey patches and you want something more classic, Bucks <laughs> just green. You got the old Buck putting his Dukes up to get into a fight go and get the Nucky if you buck t-shirt I'd, it's way more it's way more wearable than a jersey and it only costs 20 bucks so i mean sure. you know come on if if you're down about jerseys by the way it we, also comes in
1: black amin was wearing the black version um, oh, okay. and it, that popped on tv i'll say that
0: um by the way we should we should mention as well um the bucks so i, I had um i had you know some questions like, well they didn't you know obviously they didn't really change the jerseys. there were some slight changes um yep. Not so much that like I particularly find it noticeable or care that much uh, the, let, think, let me before I... you
1: continue let me just say I don't really care about jerseys that much sorry okay. like I, I don't I don't know if that's heresy <laughs> like I just I don't really care that much about jerseys. i will
0: I will say this I actually i like I like following jerseys I definitely have opinions about jerseys um but I also I don't know I don't but somehow I just I, I don't know I also don't get kind of caught up in like maybe some of the detail stuff as much as some people i think a lot of it is because it's just august and we just need something to to <laughs> argue about um i think the difference is where i think they got rid of that little m which i think a lot of people didn't like that little m logo that's like part of the secondary logos they got that used to be just sort of at the bottom of the the v-neck yep. they got rid of that um obviously there's a the nike swoosh now which i think a nike swoosh always looks cool um and then the, kind of like more subtle stuff like they moved i don't know why but they moved the little there's that one blue piece of the Irish rainbow ish thing uh, on the side piping that's been moved up slightly so that it is actually part of the um, I don't know it goes up butts up against like this the armpit part of the of the sleeve opening I'm not describing it very well but anyway that that changed very slightly and then would it be the, the hemming
1: back, is that would that be the hemming sure. I don't hemming,
0: know sure something like that um, and then uh, the backs are a little bit different in the sense that the it's kind of, I don't know, it's like it, they, they describe it. Let me hear Let me read off this. Um, <laughs> the performance tailoring. This yes. is my text sheet notes. Scapula-shaped armhole plus mobility shoulder seam oh, yeah. for see, range of motion.
1: See, that's know, the big oh, thing. When I go shopping for shirts, that's what I'm always <laughs> looking for, Frank. I know. Basically, the effect is it looks almost like
0: there's almost like a second in the back from the back. You, you only see sort of the green... Um, are we calling it hemming? Shaping? Sure. Yeah, I don't that. know. The green, the green on, the, on the edge of the armhole.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> Horrible that's way to describe re- it. Really, uh, really well you, done. You
0: don't, you, don't, you don't see it sort of towards the bottom half um, because there's sort of this like secondary piece of fabric. I don't know. I, I don't think it's a big deal. But as Nike claims, it, it's some, here's something what I do them. think is a big
1: deal. I think the ugliest thing you can do with basketball jerseys and look at me saying I don't have basketball jersey. At Make them shiny like they did in the mid 2000s. Well, one, that's not good but that was horrible horrible era for basketball jerseys wide shoulders the absolute worst thing do you, do you know what i'm talking about like the sun's nash jerseys used to have huge shoulders like they would extend really far i think the t wolves they might have those as well um where it, oh like, yeah it's like,
0: almost like they're it's almost like they're like 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 had sleeves and they tore them off correct like like you had a
1: t-shirt that you wanted to be sleeveless and like you just cut it off like right right where the arms were and it just goes too far um i will say that that is an ugly ugly thing on jerseys and i'm happy that the bucks don't have them like the i don't even like it's skinny up on the shoulders that's a good thing
0: uh i will say this though i think that can go too far and maybe I don't know.
1: I, Ooh, I some feel of the like college
0: this, teams now go way too that's far it, with that. That's what I'm saying. And I am I feel like I may I may I may catch some heat in my mentions for this. Um, I, we may catch some. I don't know. I'm, I may be putting at risk of some like one star reviews on <laughs> iTunes. Please give us positive reviews on iTunes. It does help. Uh, Five star reviews are great. We love you. We, we need to start giving some shout outs for that. Um, but I gotta say, you know those Marquette jerseys where it looks like they're like really small and looks like kind of yeah. like they're weightlifting shirts from yeah. like the 1930s. Yeah, I'm not down with those. No, i do not. A they fan. look weird. Like Michigan has some of those too. Yeah. I think like they just seem like they're not. They just don't seem like they fit. Um, Syracuse loves them. And I don't know. I, I don't think that these. I mean, I, I haven't seen any of these NBA jerseys have that issue. But um, but just just was reminded of that. Um, but anyway, so there are apparently going to be five jerseys. So I feel like people have gotten so focused on the patch thing, um, that we haven't talked that much about it. And I honestly, I haven't, I don't know. I don't think either of us has done a lot of like, you know, digging around on, on this stuff using, uh, you know, meeting people wearing trench coats in uh, parking garages, <laughs> trying to find out, you we, know, don't we don't have a
1: Jersey, don't, deep don't, don't have Jersey deep throw. We don't have
0: a Jersey deep, Jersey Well, they tore down the parking garage. So our, our parking garage is gone. Um, <laughs> But so, so I'm sure I some people have heard this. So, there's the <laughs> Nike has named this for, for each NBA team. Nike has the Association Edition, which for the Bucks is the white jersey. There's the Icon Edition, which is the green row jersey. So, we know what those two are. And then for the Bucks, every team has at least four. The Bucks have five, notably. And that's because they are one of eight teams with uh, a retro jersey which obviously everybody's you know assuming is what the jersey they'll wear when they play this Mecca game this season. Um, but so there are three more jerseys, and the Bucks on their website do have dates when these will be released. Classic edition, I assume, this retro jersey, which um, I believe what UniWatch said was going to be a 68 to 72 sort of vintage jersey, yeah. correct? Okay. Um, and keep in mind, the Bucks wore... The they they wore like '71 era throwbacks. I think in 2011, I remember Brandon Jennings Bogut era Bucks yeah. had um, the home white jerseys. They wore them as part of the Hardwood Classic series that year a few times. I thought those were awesome. Like those were so much better than the Bucks regular jerseys. I think they look great. You can just Google. I mean, basically just Google like 1970 Bucks home jersey or something like that. You'll you'll see them. It just says like Bucks and kind of big letters, really clean. I think those look great. It does have red trim because yep. all the jerseys did. I'm not a huge red fan, but I think it still works. Um, so I, we assume that Classic Edition will be that throwback jersey. I Also, I mean, just I would assume since they did the home one before, I assume they would do the green one with Milwaukee. Um, but again, I guess we'll see, right? If it's in August, we'll probably see pretty soon.
1: Yeah, I, I would think that's probably what we're getting. And again, I think that would make sense for being in the Mecca and kind of having that game. Um, I My whole, you know... I I guess I just find myself kind of dreaming about that Mecca that Mecca experience just like okay can they they make it so that they can play on the old floor cuz the old floor still exists obviously um we've seen that on display a number of times and I just find myself wondering like okay can they get that up to NBA standards to play on can it be the old floor and can it be the jerseys? And I was kind of thinking with the Robert Indiana floor, then maybe you'd go with a later vintage of the jerseys. Maybe you bring back the Irish Rainbow uh, from the '80s because I, I was I. I haven't seen Buck's jerseys like that in a while. Like they haven't right, done yeah. those as throwbacks. I would kind of love to see those because obviously they've gone even later for like the 90s ones where like the actual deer is on it. And they've done some of that. But the 80s ones, we haven't gotten like a reprint or a re, uh, reuse of those. So I was kind of hoping for that. But, yeah, 68 to 73 sounds kind of what – like it like it'll be um obviously the guys at uni watch had reported that when they had mentioned uh, the eight teams that will have that um but yeah it's cool uh, again uh, another cool thing where the bucks are national tv uh the bucks get a logo sponsor or a, a jersey sponsor and they get five jerseys that's that's kind of exciting that they're one yeah. of those eight teams that get that
0: yeah and so the other two jerseys as listed here on the bucks website <laughs> the fourth one is the inspired by the athletes mindset Jersey. That'll be, it just says fall 17. Um, obviously the assumption is that one of these five is the Nike variant of the fear the deer black jerseys. Um,
1: I would have no to difference. assume that's the one that's getting released in the fall because yeah, I, like, we already I, know you it, have right? the alternate court. You already know it. Like If you want to use alternate court for Fear the Deer Night, like you would need to have that jersey ready at the start of the season, I would I would think. So I, I, I would lean towards that one, the Fear the Deer. Be, the Fear the Deer jerseys being the fall 17 release.
0: Right. And we'll see. I mean, I think the orange might work better. The, the Harley logo might work better on that one anyway mm-hmm. just because it's yeah. darker. Um, But I I don't know whatever I'm I'm just speculating Uh, And by the way I did not really like those The Fear of the Deer jerseys when they were first unveiled And then I watched Giannis run around And do cool (laughs) stuff in them And I thought like "Eh, that actually looks pretty cool Um, And then the last one it says Winter 17 the Inspired by the Community Jersey Um, So I don't know does that mean a jersey With beer and cheese curds on it Um (laughs) Does that mean a jersey with, uh, I don't know, coolers in the, you know, Miller Park Stadium parking lot? Yeah. I don't know what that means. Um, I, I guess there are only two other, I mean, there are only two other colors. If, if it's going to be a new color, primary color, I mean, there are only two other colors in the Bucks palette, right? There's the uh cream and there's blue. No, yes.
1: Um, I want a blue jersey back. You want a blue jersey? Yeah. I I, I always wanted that alternate, the Fear the Deer one that ended up being black and again, ended up looking cool. Um but man, I always wanted that to be a blue one. Uh my hope would be blue with the state logo on the front. That would be the inspired by the community design I would want. Again, I don't really have any skills to show people what that would look like on Twitter or anything, but I'm sure someone's mocked some, mocked it up somewhere on the internet, but that would be what I'd want. Blue with the state logo, that would be the inspired by the community jersey I'd want.
0: Yeah, well, and and uh, Locked on Bucks listener, uh, well, I, I assume he's Locked on Bucks listener because he, he tweeted this at us today. Maybe he just likes our Twitter and he hates listening to us, but Alex Baumgartner <laughs> at b-a-u-m-g-a-10 um i don't know if alex did this in in microsoft paint it said he made it made it in about 10 minutes but uh it at least gives you some idea he he threw a state logo he put a 34 in it he put a swoosh on it and he put a harley davidson logo on it it looks kind of like a jersey um i don't know you know i don't i'm not a big fan of so here's i would agree like blue blue should work for a jersey right i don't know blue should work yeah uh and then the the state logo is my favorite of the Bucks logos. Uh but I have to say I I'm just generally I, I always generally think on jerseys just a word across the top and then a bigger number looks better or cleaner, easier to pull off yep. than having like kind of big graphics. Totally. You know, that's, agree. that's 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 partly why I was a little bit eh, on the Fear of the Deer jerseys Same. and they kinda ended up pulling it off. So I don't know. I'm not sure having a big state logo on a jersey would actually look good, but um, I would love it if they could find a way to do it well. And that's why I just talk about stuff in the NBA and I don't <laughs> actually go and do anything about it. So hopefully the the professionals at, at Nike can uh, could could rig something up. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I have to say this before all the jerseys came out. I kind of latched onto the idea of, you know, you know, those Notre Dame gold jerseys, like yep. the idea of a gold jersey in principle is just like, if I didn't see it, I would say like, well, why would you want that? But Notre Dame, I actually, I actually think they look pretty cool. It's basically like gold with, I think, like green, so it's like Irish on it. yep um, It's not that dissimilar from the color palette the Bucks have. So
1: you want a cream jersey? Ah, uh, well, it's kind of hard though,
0: right? that That's a very... You're walking a tightrope. Yeah, I agree. I think it, I think it could easily look horrible if it looks like deer fur or something, then, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's bad. Like you don't want it to look like, you know, a rabbit fur, um uh tank top or something like that. Yeah. So I I don't know it yeah, or like you don't want to have it to look like flesh colored or something like that. Um, it you could go it poorly, to...
1: but yeah, you know, it could also go well.
0: You don't want Mirza Tolatovic to look like he's naked. You no, know, that would be no, that, would not that would be the a idea. bad, bad jersey choice. So that would be that's like the test. Like if Mirza Tolatovic looks like he's naked when he wears the jersey. <laughs> he's he's the model you don't for want the jerseys. That. Yeah, you don't want that jersey. So I don't know. I mean I'm 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 intrigued. I haven't really heard a lot of people talk about it, but supposedly we'll get some other jersey. Maybe that will be I don't know. I, I feel like what what else could it be? One of those two. I I believe Nike is not doing any sleeve jerseys. I thought I heard that, so um, it looks like the Bucks will will dodge any type of sleeved jersey forever, unless Adidas gets the contract back in the future <laughs> and decides to make sleeved jerseys, which I doubt. So, I don't know. Anyway, um, there was a little bit more news. Should we should we um provide everything we know about yeah. like the eighteen people who got hired by the Bucks sure. last week? Sure, we to... can hop in there.
1: Go go ahead. So the Bucks expanded their basketball operation staff, um, and Again, it's always difficult to figure out, is there expanding? Is there just kind of role adjustment? How many times have these roles been filled in the past? Are these just roles that are getting filled that had people move on, had people reshuffled, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? So it's always tough to to kind of know a ton about that. but along with Milt Newton as the assistant general manager. They also added a couple other people. David Minkberg. I don't know if that's Minkberg or it's supposed to be I, I, Mintzberg.
0: Mintz, Mintz, yeah, for some reason I thought Mintzberg when I saw it. M i n c b e r g. I believe he was at the Grizzlies, but the Grizzlies before, right?
1: Yeah, so I, I don't know which way that goes, uh, but Mink or Mintzberg uh, as director of basketball strategy. Tony Bolier bollier maybe b-o-l-l-i-e-r uh, as director of basketball operations and ronald dupree as scout um ronald dupree obviously maybe you've heard of in the past a uh, former nba player uh in i, I feel recently. like an
0: obvious, and obviously was a little bit strong it looks like you checked yourself there because saying obviously former basketball player agreed dupree,
1: to me i saw it and it. i was like oh yeah like yeah. Ronald Dupree, but again,
0: He's a bit, that's a bit of a deep cut. That's a bit of an NBA deep cut, Ronald Dupree.
1: I agree. Uh, and then finally, Frank Johnson as an assistant coach as well. Uh, so I guess a little bit of information on them. Uh, Minkberg, Mintsberg comes to Milwaukee after a five-year stint with the Grizzlies, uh, where he began his team council before later serving as director of scouting um just kind of looking through there I think that would be as much as I really know about him or knew about him anything you want to add there Frank
0: I thought it was interesting I mean he has a law degree he's not like he doesn't seem like your sort of typical crusty old scouting guy um and I don't know I'm a little I believe it said director of strategy I think so I'm not sure how much of his role will be scouting related obviously um you know getting rid of of Billy McKinney there's obviously a you know bit of a vacuum there but um so, so i don't know i mean it, but it is a bit interesting because he's uh comes from like a less traditional i guess basketball background which i i think is kind of cool right i mean if if that means somebody's going to be maybe more progressive and bring a different approach then, then that's cool um and i guess the only other name i even knew other than ronald dupree who i have i will not offer any opinion of ronald dupree scouting um was frank johnson who i remember that name from a long time ago he was I believe he was coach of the Sun, head coach of the Suns for like a, a hot minute I He point. was during
1: the 2001 um, and 2002 season held that position for 134 games.
0: Yeah, was that? I haven't checked. Um was Jason Kidd still in Phoenix at that point? Was he Jason Kidd's head coach perhaps? Uh he was
1: one of the people that actually got a kid quote um in the press release. So Part of me would think that that would actually be kind of how it went down. But I do not know that for sure.
0: Okay, he Jason Kidd left the year before he became coach, I guess. I'd have to double check. But yeah, so it looks like um, Frank Johnson was I think I believe Frank Johnson might have been an assistant. I think he might have been an assistant under Scott Skiles. Um, I'm trying to think of how that might have worked, but it's possible anyway. We won't. Nobody cares. But um, I think Johnson might have been an assistant under under Skiles, and then Skiles got fired. Um, so uh, they probably knew each other. From uh, yeah, Skiles Johnson came in as an interim coach um, midway through the o one o two season. That was when Jason Kidd was gone. But I think Johnson was there the year before. So anyway, that's more that's more information than anybody ever cared to know about Frank Johnson. But shout out to Frank, former NBA player, and a dude named Frank. We need more of those.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so trying to think anywhere else. Um, Bollier most recently was the manager of player personnel and coach relations for the NBA G League. Uh, worked as an assistant men's basketball coach at his alma mater, Wheaton College. Uh, director of basketball ops at Georgia State University. Um, and began his basketball operations career with NBA in 2007. So he's been at it for about 10 years. And then the the Bucks also made a number of different staff appointments and kind of move people around and figure it out exactly. Um, I mean, th- there's a D-League team. So adding people, moving people around, uh, appointing people already in the organization to different roles, just kind of figuring out all of that as well. So there's a number of names there that I'm not going to read through because um, there's a bunch of them and it would just turn into me reading things that you don't really want to listen to. Um, but if you want to check out the press release, it's over at bucks.com.
0: All right. Is that it?
1: Have we missed anything? I don't think haven't heard
0: anything about Giannis being hurt or anything. So that's good.
1: No update there.
0: Um, so, uh, so yeah, I guess we'll see. We'll, we'll talk to you when we talk to you and, um, in the meantime, we'll we'll hope for maybe I don't know. Are we hoping for for more Bucks news? I'm obviously hoping for my Jason Terry signing. Yeah. Um. So so if that happens, that that's really the only thing that can that that I I'm actually really hoping for, other than like some amazing steal of a trade, which let's be honest, like nobody's expecting to happen. Seems at
1: unlikely. Time, so. Yeah.
0: Seems unlikely. Yeah. All ult- right.
1: Ultimately, I would say news would probably be bad at this point. I I would struggle <laughs> to think of overwhelmingly good news Um, other than maybe learning more about the tv schedule and how much uh, how many games the bucks will be on national tv next season Um, i don't don't know if I, i would assume we're getting if we just got national tv and opening week stuff i assume actual schedules are not far around the corner um, so we'll see when that comes out uh, maybe we'll have something to talk about there um, but other than that I think we are done for today uh, and obviously we want to thank Geek for sponsoring today's episode and use our promo code LONBA again LONBA to get a $20 rebate off your first SeatGeek purchase over at Geek. so enjoy that by the, by the way
0: one for data point if people are curious last year full schedule was announced August 11th this will be released on August 11th. And in 2015, it was August 12th. So we are we we, we may need to have I predict our next podcast. Eric will be detailing about the Buck schedule, which I predict will have 82 games and 41 home games. And there will probably be a Western road trip at some point, <laughs> And they're going to open on the road. And I think I just recorded the podcast for us.
1: Well, good job. You just ruined it. Um, okay, <laughs> we are gonna get out of here. Enjoy your weekend. Hopefully you enjoy this podcast. That was Frank. I'm Eric. This has been Lockdown Bucks. We'll talk to you next week. Hi, I'm Paul. Verizon has been placing giant letters all over the country to get people to buy into their unlimited plan. Don't get hooked. Switch to Sprint Unlimited, twenty two fifty per month per line for four lines and get the fifth line free. Hurry to your local sprint store, visit sprint.com slash unlimited or call one-eight hundred Sprint One today.
0: Savings till ten thirty one eighteen, the thirty-eight dollars per line per month for five lines with auto pay exclusive taxes surcharges roaming. Stream ZDL, KC1080P, music to 1.5 megabits per second, gaming up to 8 megabits per second. Subject to credit, $30 activation fee, and network, use tools, and data deprioritization apply. Compared to Verizon Beyond Unlimited, carry features, different coverage, and offer not everywhere. Restrictions apply.